right, thanks for hanging out with us. I just have to tell you guys something because tonight's the finale of The Golden Bachelor. And Jesse Palmer has spoken out to um, player one, two, three, Placknicky. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What, what did you say, Lori? Sorry, just that funny Polish person you were recording from earlier. Yeah, earlier yeah. But he says during the finale tonight, <gasps> Gary Turner will face the woman he sent home during the finale. So both Leslie and uh, Teresa are going to be there. Uh, I think. I'm Gary. I'm 72, and I'm your first ever Golden Bachelor. What I hope is that I can look at one of those women and know that I've found the right person. Okay, question. Mm-hmm. Over under, how many times will he cry tonight? Oh, he's going to have to a lot. Oh, he's going to cry because we've seen it in the trailer. (laughs) We've seen it in the teaser for it. And then the one that he sends home comes back, and then he's going to have to cry to say, I left out a couple things in my resume that I didn't think were a big deal. He's got to cry for that one. But Jesse Palmer says, you know, Jesse Palmer was a bachelor once, and he understands the position Gary's in. No. Oh. I forget that he was a bachelor. He was. Yeah, he was yeah, a bachelor. And he no just... one's been in a position like Golden <laughs> Gary. Okay? <laughs> no Golden one's Gary. been and, in and, this position. And that while we see tonight, we're also going to see Gary's daughters yes. come and the family... Helps give him some clarity. Yeah, we see that in the first hour. That's all been taped. I, know, I understand. I didn't thing, see yeah. the previews that we saw that. I didn't know. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. We okay. saw them because remember last week I said he got all the looks in the family? Because we were <laughs> oh, talking about the trailer. I wasn't here last week. Or the week before yeah. whenever okay. we had our last Golden oh, Bachelor. Okay. We have seen a trailer for this two-hour finale we're getting It's going to be tonight. an emotional, sad goodbye, folks. He's captured America's heart and at the same time broken it with his not so golden past. Mm-hmm. You know, really. I know it. oh, it's going to be a night. It's I wonder the numbers are going to be through okay. the rough. Okay, so here's the Golden Bachelor finale drinking rules. I know I'm going to one. When anybody cries. Okay, I love this. Um, when Gary goes to Jesse for advice. Okay. When okay. there's kissing. When anyone says I love you. When they mention this being their second chance at love, and if Teresa goes home. If Faith, Joan, or Edith are at all mentioned, that's three sips. <laughs> if Gary's indecisive, that's three sips. And if Leslie goes home, that's three sips. Oh, Basically. Get drunk. <laughs> drink. I'm going to be playing a tennis match, and I'm yeah. not going to read anything, so don't touch oh. me anything, people. Are you going right home to, you got a DVR, do you I already it? did, mm-hmm. but I my tennis match is at 7.30 in Bloomington, so okay. I am playing tennis during this whole thing. Really? I mean, some of the headlines, he dumps his girlfriend for a weight gain, was cheating on his wife, faked his resume, <laughs> lied to his grandchildren. <laughs> I mean, Sorry he, for he's oh, going to so he really is going to have to address it, I think. Yeah. Well, only because the Hollywood Reporter has the receipts. Yeah. There's text. There's all yeah. kinds of... They've double and triple verified this woman that he had a three-year relationship with after his wife died. Oh, my gosh. Including the date that happened a month after his wife died. It, Lori would never forgive him. Huh? Do you think his kids would forgive him? Well, I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay, so I've got some Hollywood news all that right, made me. me thrilled. All right. Ah. The other day I told you guys about, you know, get ready for... Um, yes. Our, I know what you're going to say. Can um, I just say what you're going to say right now, Chris, Charles Melton? That's right, Julia. I, I know you inside <laughs> out, and he mm-hmm. won. Yeah, you can tell everyone, but I know you so but well. It drives me crazy this sometimes. Is, this is unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Let's just say that, you know, maybe we do have... A new 
Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. on our hands with Charles Melton because Ch- Charles Melton, who is the star of Todd Haynes' May December movie, but the kind of loosely based on the Mary Kate Letourneau story. Yeah, Julianne Moore yep. uh, playing um, the Mary Kate Letourneau and Charles Melton playing the the, the, the boy, the guy. He just so over the weekend he won a Gotham. Awards mm-hmm. for supporting actor, mm-hmm. which the last two years the Gotham supporting went on to win Oscars. Mm-hmm. Trey Kotsur, Kihu Kwan, Kwan. Last night he's at the Critics Choice Awards, or the, excuse me, the New York Film Critics uh, Circle. He wins again, supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Last year Kihu Kwan won the New York Film and the Critics. Gotham. And the Gotham, and oh went God. on to win the Oscar. Mm-hmm. And imagine the thrill of Kwan presenting to Charles Melton. I'm just jumping ahead because Charles yeah. is half Korean. Yes, 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 yes. And um, he was, I mean, he's just been sprung into movie dumb, almost kind of like Austin Butler, mm-hmm. you know, was sprung into yes. movie dumb with, with being on Elvis, and he was everywhere. But he's the guy, the it guy of the season. I'm just saying, in the he supporting is. role. Well, these are two, these are two huge um, wins. I for don't him. know, Lori, what what film won for the Gotham Best Film, but I'll tell you, Maestro of the Flower Moon. Oh, that won. did. Okay, so here's something different because it wasn't Barbie and it wasn't Oppenheimer. It was Killers of the Flower Moon, and then for the New York Critics, it's Maestro. The Bradley Cooper. No, New York Film Critic uh, won the best film is Killers of the Flower Moon. No, I have it right here. I have it right here, too. New York Films Critics, who won? You've got the... I've got it right here. Well, we have wrong reporting. I'm looking at the Hollywood Reporter best film. New York Film Critics was Killers of the Flower Moon. Variety predicted Maestro would win, but it was Killers and Best Director was Nolan. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. I always think that's odd. A director from a different movie. Yeah. And then a different movie wins the other one. I think that's odd. And then Best Screenplay was made uh, December. Mm-hmm. Best Actress was Lily Gladstone, not for Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. but another movie I've never even... Oh, no, she did get it for Killers of the Flower Moon for that one. And then Who's Best the- Actor was a guy named Franz Rogowski for Passages... And everyone thought Bradley Cooper would win it for Maestro. Right. So. In screenplay, it, what was screenplay? May, December. Mm, that's just so, so heavy. Well, I, I talked to Holly Roberts about it, and she said, you know, Todd Haynes makes amazing films, okay. and Julianne Moore is one of his muses. And she said like, it would be good. The other one that people are starting to pay attention to, and anyone who watched The Walking Dead or Euphoria, Coleman Domingo. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's he in? He's in this movie called Rustin, which is now streaming on Netflix, which is getting great g- reviews. He plays this openly gay civil rights activist, Bayard Rustin, that no one knows about. It, really, we don't know his name in history. Mm-hmm. And he was hugely significant. And um, so, anyway, I guess he is like just amazing in this movie and it's just simply called rustin and they are thinking that coleman may get two oscar nominations in one season because he would get a um lead actor for playing bayard rustin and he's likely a best supporting for playing mister in the color purple 
Huh. Which we haven't seen. All these that we haven't seen. Well, they haven't opened yet. Mm-hmm. The color purple is a, is a Christmas, but um, Bayard Rustin is out there, and yeah, it is. He yeah. dedicated his life to civil rights, and very good friends with Martin Luther. But nobody knows this guy's sure. story. And I love Coleman Domingo. He's been amazing. I mean, I fell in love with them on Walking Dead. Yeah, you yeah. can you can watch this one on Netflix. Okay, if you have yeah, Netflix. it's open. It's it's out on Netflix. Eighty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Chris Rock's in it. Glenn Turman. Yeah. Mar- you know, he Gus was like Helper. Aretha Franklin's mm-hmm. second husband. He's a great actor. Jeffrey Wright. Right. Yeah, I like C. Jeffrey C. Wright. C.C.H. Pounder from Law and Order. Well, how do you feel about, how do you guys feel about Barbie not being mentioned in any of these for best movie? Oh, uh, great question. I mean, because well, that. Well, it might, it was, maybe might have been nominated, but it hasn't won anything yet. That's what yeah, I'm asking yeah, you, because this really was a groundbreaking movie yeah. at the box office, but mm-hmm. for so many people who went to it. Yeah. And now, and this is. These are two. I mean, but yeah, I don't know, Julia. I mean, Ken was passed over. Well, Ryan he Dustin. always is. Yeah, I know he always <laughs> is. I know he's always been passed over. But I just kind of think it's kind of interesting because yeah. the two of the biggest movies of the year aren't but showing up. But this is just the beginning. But like you said, yeah, I know these are kind of precursors to who kind of wins. Well, yep. the New York Film Critics. What do they say? Three of the four of last year's winners right. went on to be nominated, but only one person won. Okay, Ki Hu Kwan. Okay. Because Colin Farrell was... Oh, yeah. Kate Blanchett. But the mm-hmm. only one that went on to win an Oscar was... The, the, actually, the Gotham's has a better... Isn't it, it just... If you you can make anything look good if mm. you know... If you go to Brown Derby... Yeah, I know. Um, ...dot com, they, they do all the award betting and figure it out who's yeah. in really? the lead, and it changes mm-hmm. day to day. It's like Brown Derby Awards or yeah. something. Cool. Dot com. Now, tonight, there's another show, okay, and... And one of the things we did um, while I was in Montana is I just made the kids watch comedy specials. So Sebastian must have Cusco. Yeah. Yeah. Costco, yeah. yeah. His his stand up is so funny. His, oh. his body language oh, and his mannerisms. Did you guys watch his movie with uh, Robert De Niro where no. it's kind of a autobiography? Yeah, but I his haven't dad. seen it yet. That looks good. Supposed to be good. Yeah. Um but he is Premiering tonight in a starring role in this bookie. It's from Chuck Lorre. Oh, yeah. And it's Chuck Lorre. This is with our guy. Yes. They're finally friends again. Yes. And it has um, Charlie Sheen is in it. They made it. I think a smaller part, but basically. Yeah, he's got a small role. This is about a bookie um, that really wants gambling to be made available to everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before that. And he. It's. It looked. I watched the. We couldn't post it because they swear a lot in the trailer. Yeah. This is. This is gonna be on Max. This looks good. There's no ratings on Max for it at all. No. No. And then the other thing that's premiering tonight is something Lori and I went to the premiere of the movie Australia in New York City in 2008. Oh, far and away. It's not far and away. That was with Tom Cruise. Oh and yeah. Nicole Kidman. Australia. Nicole mm-hmm. Kidman. This and- is called Faraway Downs. That's right. And so I know it. So they've taken all the footage that they had left over and part of the movie. And Baz Luhrmann is trying this new experiment of making it into a limited series. And it's called Faraway Downs. Oh, so he takes all of the stuff from Australia and it puts it into a six-episode miniseries. Oh, this is so unnecessary. The same pieces are there. <laughs> oh, Hugh Jackman is. and Nicole Kidman as a cattle drover and a lady. Yeah. They're attracted to each other in this historical Australian epic right. set against cattle monopolies. 
the beginning of World War II, but this experiment in editing will greatly change the final product. Oh. Fairway Downs, it actually premiered already. Yeah, last um, week, Fairway yeah, Downs. Fairway Downs. So, and it had good ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, the critics, right, a little lower, but the audience really liked it. Well, I guess I, I watched it. Remember again? the chemistry? Oh, remember this, the, when he took a shower at the you know, campsite yeah, it, at night. And I remember <laughs> oh, that was Dawn, Dawn just watched it for the first time last year and she was doing a movie review. Yeah. And she said, this is an unexpected movie that's really great. We loved it. Yeah, it's kind of like out of Africa. Yeah, it is. You're so right. With but I would have they're beautiful. Okay, yeah. this is necessary for I think me to so. watch. I too said bad. that. Okay. And what, yeah, look at the convincing. I know it. Go. No, I really you gotta give it a second, but it's gonna be on what again? Hulu. It's Matt. on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Hulu. This one's on Hulu, yeah. All yeah. right. So that's another one. Now we have to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for the dirt alert. Hey guys, you know what? At Learning RX, what they do is they transform the way you learn and think with the power of brain training. Through the one-on-one brain training sessions, they help kids build early learning skills, including foundational skills for reading and math. And they also help adults out by improving memory, attention, and overall cognitive performance. So when your kids are having problems with schoolwork and things they they can't, they've lost all their confidence, they turn turn their stuff in on time, there's a reason. They don't know how to do it. They feel insecure about it. And it's really hard for kids when that's going on and what learning rx offers is just go in a little more than an hour of your time and take the one hour assessment you'll find out what's happening kids and adults i mean people use it for all different reasons your brain is a very powerful tool and when it's not hitting on all cylinders it affects things and learning rx is wonderful when you mention Lori and julia your assessment is 50 percent off that's learning rx this is a my talk dirt alert Okay, Grant, what kind of dirty dirt do we have today? Well, let's start out with a little something that's posted to the Lori and Julia show page. So if you get a chance, go check this out. But oh, I turned my mic off there. Uh, we have a little, uh, little, I would say, fashion faux pas going on here with Julia Roberts. She was uh, out on the red carpet in London on Wednesday for a movie that I didn't even know was coming out called Leave the World Behind. And she was wearing a Gucci outfit, but it wasn't the outfit as much as the accessories, the shoes that she was wearing that caught some of the attention of some people. But it was a pair of silver Gucci pumps covered in row upon row of beaded fringe bedazzled like stirrups what do you guys did you guys I had these? to go to the go fug <laughs> fug girls site to see what they called it and they called it uh the the, the scroll down surprise and they that's when someone's outfit takes a wild twist before the cut no one saw these shoes coming they're silver beaded fringe kitten heels which is one of the tackiest things I've ever probably strung together fashion-wise. But um, she looks like from the knees up like a lady who lunches. Yes. And then from the legs down, it's like a collapsible Christmas tree uh, <laughs> came around her feet. They're, they're really so awful, you may actually like them. You want to know what? She <laughs> but really... who knew she had a movie coming up? I didn't yeah. at all. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. What is the movie? But she's never really had good fashion sense. We've known this. Yeah. But this one is a real... Kind of like, I feel like these she got for something special from her daughter, picked it out for her or something. Maybe, I don't think so. Her kids are all too old <laughs> well, for that Well, maybe they have bad taste. No, no. <laughs> her kids would daughter. never pick this out. They would say, Mom, no. It's December 8th, and it's called Leave the World Behind with Julia 
Ethan Hawke. Oh. There's spouses who embark on a family trip that turns sinister when an electronic blackout interrupts their retreat. I guess I have seen trailers for this it's on Netflix. Leave the, what? Leave leave the, the world, world behind. behind. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And it's a Netflix. Book. They are the goofiest looking shoes ever. <laughs> that, you got to take a look at it. Especially Kevin Bacon's when, in it as well. Yes, oh, Kevin. Actually, it got high. Yeah. The audience, almost 90%, and the critics, almost 80%. Well, and it, the guy behind Mr. Robot is the guy who directed this movie, oh, who created Mr. Robot. Mr. So, Robot was so good. Yeah, so it could uh, it could that. be decent. I think it might have a short run in theaters starting tomorrow, which is why they did a London premiere. Drops on Got Netflix it. next. Leave the world behind. The world yeah, behind. well, we might have to check it out, but yeah. she should leave those shoes behind, I guess. Please do. And oh, God, her tragic bangs, too. She has, she doesn't have fashion. This is a ever. tragic outfit. I mean, when she that when she's just standing, it's, it's, but when she's walking, there, there there's like a flare of silver following her. It's really, I, I have to admit, it's not good. It's not. Good. not and I'm not even and her, a fashion She's person. wearing like the 80s double-breasted suit jacket. In the 90s, we wore this with the short skirt. Yeah. No, those are shorts. Oh, they are, but she's got beautiful legs, I'm she just going to say. Very, very, very nice, very long. It's a bad outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something from her closet. Yeah. <laughs> something from mm-hmm. her it closet. It is. It's Leave a Gucci wo- outfit. Oh, it looks bad. Yeah. Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. Check it out. All right. Well, let's go to uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates and the saga that is continuing on here. So Please. this What's is going on? So for the first time, uh, not for the first time, but the first, let's get into the lawsuit in question here. Now, Hall... Is uh, Daryl Hall is suing John Oates, the blonde. To, the blonde, to stop him from selling his share of their joint venture, Whole Oats Enterprises, to Primary Wave Music, claiming it allegedly violates a business agreement between the two songwriters. In Hall's following attained by People, Hall alleges that Oates ambushed him with plans to sell his share. And uh, he also said, this is a quote from uh, Daryl Hall, excuse me, said, This recent bad faith conduct by John Oates and the Oates Trust has created tremendous upheaval, harm, and difficulty in my life, not to mention unnecessary expense and burdens during a time when I am in the middle of a tour throughout the U.S., West Coast, Japan, Milan, and need to focus on my performing at my top level and not focus on this type of distraction. Let me give you a celebrity example of another couple that is, uh, who, who is Brad and who is Angelina? Brad would be the blonde, Hall. Hall, okay. Angelina would be the is mustache he touring Oates. Is he touring? Brad, the thing, the number one thing those two are fighting about is he did not like who she sold her oh, shares yeah. of Miravel mm-hmm. to. Uh, Hall absolutely loathes this company that Oates wants to sell their music to. He doesn't think they do a good job of managing how they image, what they'll be used for. So he thinks they're the wrong fit. Right. And Oates felt that he could sell his thing. So they're like Brad and Angelina. But if you want to know who's who, Angelina is Oates, the mustache. And Hall (laughs) is the blonde. And he's Brad Pitt in this scenario. I love how you brought it down to us. That's Just, something manageable and understandable, Lori. Yes, Thank you. I yes, like that one a lot. Yes. Yeah, so in response to this lawsuit, a judge has moved a temporary block on the sale amid the arbitration process and yep. current legal proceedings. This case will be decided in a confidential arbitration hearing yep. on today. Actually, they have set to, for today. Uh, the, these two have to agree on the company and for, you know, because they were 50-50 right. on their music thing with Brad and Angelina. 
he did at one time own the majority of And he Mar- got married to her and gave her 50% for a dollar. Exactly. Yep. That was his mistake. That love. was his mistake. Oh, he was having yeah. a love moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a love moment. But he wants to kick himself big time. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't like the yep. uh, the company that she sold. I her get shares it. That to. would really be hard. So anyway, this is the mm-hmm. same kind of. A it's situation. your life's work. You want to make sure it's, it's in the hands of someone that you know is going to do the best with it. Yeah. You're still the partner. The Miraval is not anybody's life work except for well. the actual people who work at the vineyard and started it in 1880. <laughs> I was referring Brad to at least was oh, interested in it. Paula knows. Yes. I was referring yeah. to Hollow yeah. Notes in his music catalog. Yeah. My, yeah, so my, my bad for the mistake there. But did you guys hear that Jamie Lynn Spears, uh, she exited a UK reality show called I Am a Celebrity due to a medical issue? Did you guys okay, hear Okay, the this? medical issue is people can't stand her <laughs> on any show. I, I like her. I disagree on Sweet Magnolias. She's quite lovely. Jamie Lynn? She's Jamie okay. Lynn. She's on Sweet Magnolias. Well, I people think... have read the book, and now I they know, have but... no time for her. Well, and she doesn't not belong everybody's in a read the book. She doesn't belong in well, a jungle. Well, that's a stupid fit, but it's a cash grab. She, Lori, she's, it's a cash she, grab. Yeah, and she can't, she can't do it. There's no medical condition. There is none. And, and none. Like Dumois and a few other people are saying that uh, the, the medical issue is, quote, being homesick. Yeah, homesick. And, and uh, you know, Brittany is just like, bitch. Well, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Let's end the dirt with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skin Clinic. And they have so many great holiday specials. Go to MPLSSkin.com. Two locations, Golden Valley and Maple Grove. And we, you know, I've gotten uh, hydrofacial from them, which I love and I'm going next week. I'm but, going on Monday. Uh, yes. Little Botox. Little Botox. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see you there. Yeah. And so they have uh, their best price ever on hydrofacials. Normally 209 Right now it's 149 It would be a great way to get your skin glowing and really fun for holiday parties or to give us a gift. It really is because when you see yourself before and after, it's an instantaneous glow up. They cleanse and peel, extract and hydrate, and then fuse and saturate the skins with antioxidant and peptides, and you look great. Also, they have a big sale going on in gift cards. If you buy a $500 gift card, you can get it for just $400, and you can use that whenever you want, throughout whenever. And if you buy a 250 gift card, you get it for $200. MPLSSkin.com for more information on the holiday specials. All right, everybody. Jingle Bell Rock. Well, we had to take a lavatory break. We did. And, and then apparently, we, got to we started talking. About the cookie exchange. We were busy. Sorry. It's okay. Okay, it's so. It's good song. Um, woke up today to the news that Shane McGowan passed away. And who is he? He's the front man and singer for the Pogues. And I, uh, <laughs> that's why you've been, I keep hearing the Pogues today. And today Grant, find the song, the Pogues song. And I'm like, well, what, are, I played, what are you talking about? I'm I mean, thinking I, about uh, this, the old Netflix Pogues, you know, in the Netflix uh yeah, yeah, well, but, it's, I mean, it's one of the most uh, beloved holiday songs out there, Dark Streets of London. But my girlfriend and I, we just loved the Pogues. We loved all that punky stuff. But he was only 65 years that's old. That's very young. That's and too young. He, um, like, he got encephalitis. Something like what that. Is just that inflammation of the brain. I don't know oh. how it happened, but oh. anyway, he's an influential Irish uh, well, musician. Sad. And he Very wrote sad. Uh, many of their greatest hits, including their debut single, Dark Streets of London. But I just thought we'd play Fairy Tale of yes. New York for, for a minute. I've, I've heard that. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. So, anyway, just wanted to play that. I send it to my girlfriend. She goes, I'm going to listen to Fairy Tale of New York right now. And I'm like, oh, that's right. 
It is a great song, though. All right. You do so, play it a lot. I, it, it reminds me of you, actually. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I know. It totally does, Laurie. You're predictable. Oh, yeah, but yeah. you're, you're waving. You're morphing into me a little bit mm-hmm. with your Barbra Streisand loving. Oh, but I'm all over the place. I mean, you're yeah. all over the place. She's playing sentimental Christmas songs. I'm like, what is going on here? All right. So last night... I didn't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What were you doing? I was at a pickleball party. Well. Shout out to Charles and the girls. We had so much fun. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, Is it because the pickleball season's ending? The outdoor one. Okay. Is done. All right. Um, And some people go away in the winter. Mm. And so it was just, it was really a blast. Yeah. A gathering. It was a big, big gathering. It was great. And then... um, but I did catch Watch What Happens Live with Kathy Hilton and Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. My first thought is Kathy Hilton has a new face. Another one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one. She looks great. Yeah. She looks absolutely great. And Paris is gorgeous. Yeah. Well, they're promoting Paris and Love, the second season, is dropping on Peacock. So I accidentally thought it was Emily in Paris and was very excited. No. I was very... <laughs> Paris in as, love. As Those one does. have nothing to do with They have Emily nothing to Paris. do with it. No, they got Paris and, in it. No, and, I, and we watch Paris cooking or whatever her last thing is. I don't really need to watch her shows, but I think she's lovely. Yeah, they, they're, they're fun they're together. They're cute as a mom and daughter. They're really beautiful. They have the same nose. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just kind of fun catching well, up with them. We got Beverly some info. Beverly Hills was explosively All I know uh, is that... Fun. Kyle and Sutton got into a big fight. Yeah, they butted heads after Sutton pulled uh, um, Kyle aside. Kyle had a cannabis-infused dinner that was catered by the herbal butcher. Sounds awesome. Yeah, and you could ask for how, and some people were going, I don't want any THC, and I want one milligram of TMC. And they all drink like bottles of vodka. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so so contradictory. I mean, yeah, it was just, it was like, okay, this is a new thing. Clarity, shout out to Clarity, our favorite beverage drink. But the the cringier thing there were several things that happened with the Beverly Hills uh well first of all the dinner party Camille Grammer shows up with uh Denise Richards and actually blast from the past yeah. housewives from the past right and Denise is actually dressed up like she's not in jeans and a bun on top okay. of her head she's actually dressed up all the ladies are dressed up Cynthia Bailey from Atlanta is oh, there fun. Camille Grammer the first guest to arrive is Faye Resnick, the oh, morally oh, yeah. corrupt Faye Resnick. Oh, yeah, the fortune teller, whatever she is. <laughs> no, Faye Resnick is the one who was good friends with Nicole Brown Simpson, Simpson. Oh, okay. and wow. knew about all this stuff that was going yes. on. And Camille Grammer famously pronounced her as the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. And Faye was there and actually switched spots so she wouldn't have to sit across like from the Camille. The cards that someone purposely yes. puts there. I don't think that's right. No, but she was not going to sit across from us. And Denise Richards was wasted. That's what I I read online today, that what was up with Denise? Well, watch her. When people make exaggerated faces and lips and like they're really kind of like seem unsteady. And then she was like, no, I I don't like edibles. And I'm like, well, you did something, lady, because she She showed up this way. She showed up. She walked out of Aaron, the the energy healer, dropped her off. Yeah. Yeah. That lady wasn't there. But anyway, that's her husband. Yeah, it was kind of. uh, Oh, yeah. Aaron, the energy. (laughs) It was uh, it was like a goofy party. But the cringiest part of Beverly Hills Housewife was Kyle goes to get a tattoo and she goes to this very like cool looking tattoo uh salon as it and would be in LA in Beverly Hills Beverly Hills and this guy and 
She's like, oh, oh, I'm nervous, even though we already know that she has like four little little tattoos. And she gets tattooed. I'm telling you, it's the size of three little um, baby, baby fingernails on the pinky. One's a teeny star. One's like a kind of a moon. You can barely see it. I could have drawn it with a fine point ink pen and shellacked it. And it would have, I mean, it's nothing. Okay. She's going on and on. Morgan Wade, that lady, the country western, yeah. the country singer, not country western, country. She shows up to hold her hand, and I am not. There's, there's something going on. There's something going on. I have never seen. Kyle was like, Albert. Oh, I, I, there's I, it was. Little, there's got to be a little something. It going was on so with cringy. Friendship. And then she goes home to see her husband, who. Maurizio. Maurizio and... Um, the agency, look it up. They have properties all over the world. But... He owes a lot of money to the tax government. Yes, and she says, oh, I got a tattoo. She's acting like it's her father. I got a tattoo. <laughs> he almost looks like it right yeah. now. And then she shows him, and I mean, you have to like zoom in on the TV. It's like on her hip bone. I'm not kidding you. It's Does it the, say Morgan Whelan? No, it's Constellations. <laughs> it's Tiny Little Moon. I'm telling you, it's the lamest tattoo you've ever, ever she seen. She needed a storyline besides talking about a divorce. And he goes, Love Bean, what did you do? And I thought, I'm divorcing you because I, you're calling me Love Bean, dude. <laughs> He's never called her you that. Have you, what we've seen on TV, Lori. Uh, but we, these guys, She's an OG, okay? Maurizio is a house husband who's been on a lot. Love Bean is a new addition to his language, and it gets on Kyle's nerves, and it gets on the audience's nerves. And then she goes, oh, you got your book? And he goes, well, didn't you read it already? And it's called The Agency. Yes. Um, And she goes, no, I haven't read it yet. And he's like, well, you haven't read it? And she goes, I'll get around to it. And They act like they don't even live together and know each other. I didn't even watch it, but my favorite part, because I know this would bug you more than anything, Mm -hmm. is the name he called her. Because you go crazy when people call their significant others by names you don't like. Yeah, I do. I I hate it. Okay, so there's two things you've learned in the show. I hate lazy nicknames. If someone dies and you're dating a month later. No, I don't like you. you, I won't like you. Lori won't talk to you. That's right. And if you have a bad like love language name, like hi sassy or hi sweetie or whatever, that Lori doesn't like, she won't like you either. (laughs) I don't like love bean. I do not like love bean. But you don't like half the names that people do because we've talked about this before. I, I don't like the cliche honey i hate when people go honey 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 i'm like and it's the name i used my whole life yeah Why my not? whole life and so it isn't special well but i but it's just so funny how yeah. it bugs you it bugs me it bugs me <laughs> love being bugs me and it where's, bugs where's the nail for the and it bugged, it, it's bugging twitter because no one's ever heard Maurizio call what if he called Kyle. her vanilla bean it's just as bad. <laughs> just as bad. I love vanilla bean ice cream. Yeah, yeah, but it's just nobody does a two-syllable. No one does a two-word nickname. You're so funny. You have so many rules. It's not me. a rule. It's just a basic thing. It's a basic thing. She, you know, but anyway. Oh, my was, God. So, but was the fight between Sutton anything or was it more just everything else? Sutton was just beating around the bush about asking her, why are you working out so much? Why are you even finally? Who cares? Why do you care? Because she feels that Kyle should address her friends all these tabloid rumors that are in the okay. paper. Every she single really day. has a hard time with that. She, when stuff is out there, she wants people to address it. Yes. I kind of get it.
Sutton does. She's like, don't make us have to guess or talk behind your back. I kind of get it. And so that's what she was pressing her on. And Kyle, of course, doesn't want to do confessions. She's busy milking the storyline. Of the constellation. The constellation and then her friendship with Morgan, which is just, you know, I thought that was as cringe-worthy as <laughs> so was Morgan Denise there? Richards. Oh, yeah, at the tattoo place. Watch it. Wait till you watch it. You will I feel, feel like 50 I just shades did. of uncomfortable. I just did, and I don't know if I need to watch oh, it. Oh, you do. And then I, you, you got to watch, watch the it. hot bleeping mess that's Denise Richards. I will watch it and report back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. we got to take a quick mm-hmm. break. But just, and then Kathy Hilton <laughs> said last night she got a secret tattoo with those two. Oh, my God. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> We're having a tattoo in studio pop up tomorrow. Don't you dare call me Love Bee. I'm in everyone that meets Lori in the next week. <laughs> Hi, Love Bee. <laughs> okay, so we've had a day and we're just gearing up. We're just about an hour. And 10 minutes away from the Golden Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I'm Gary. I'm 72, and I'm your first ever Golden Bachelor. <laughs> what I hope is that I can look at one of those women and know that I've found the right person. I wonder what's going to happen. Now, if you're not interested in that, tonight, Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime, Dallas Cowboys are taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, that's an R.A. game. It might be an R.A. game, that's right? an R.A. game, yeah. Um, and then... Um, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting Sarah Silverman. He's the only one with a new show tonight. Um, it was fun watching Eddie Murphy sit on the couch last night with Jimmy Very. Kimmel. He's good. You know, he's got a holiday movie out that is getting panned. It's Candyland or Candy- Candyland, Candyland Lane. Lane. Yeah, it's on Netflix, I think, right? Sounds like a Hallmark it, movie. It looks yeah, kind of fun. I think yeah. there already has been a Candyland Lane. And there's a Candy Lane pop-up at... The Mall of America. Yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross is in it. I think it I might, might kind of. It might be. He's, yeah. he's was, funny, and it was uh, fun to see him on and, the couch. It and, comes out tonight slash tomorrow, so okay. it comes out December first. So at midnight tonight or something. Is it probably, on TV? It's on Netflix. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I thought it was kind of cool because, boy, his fame was so big when he was so young on SNL, and um, Jimmy Kimmel had a picture of when he hosted. A party for Sammy Davis Jr. I think it was like 1991. Oh my gosh. But everyone was there Frank Sinatra, um, Michael Jackson, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, Richard Pryor. Oh my um, gosh. Steve, um, Stevie, I don't know if Stevie Wonder was there. Um, um, like Lola. Oprah's 50th birthday yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. And it was, and so he's just went around and wow. kind of told a couple stories that was kind of fun. Um, and, Richard Pryor, and he made a bet for $100,000. And I can't even remember what it was over, but of course, I'm like, I'm going to remember this for today, but I've already forgot. Um, that he never got back from Richard Pryor about a movie that they made together. And it, he just must have so many stories. Oh, he's, yeah, for sure. He was, he he was king, a, a, he was king for 30 years. I mean, mm-hmm. he was it. Yeah. So it was fun. And he was talking about the holidays, and he has 10 kids. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, do you buy him all presents? Like, of course. And he's like, do they buy you? And he goes, yeah, but it yeah. all seems to be, you know, massage guns, massages, uh, way to get massages, okay. how to rehab my tired body. And it's funny because I'm thinking of the last few presents my kids have got me. Uh-huh. The Metheragon. Oh, jeez. The magic pillow. Yeah. The the warming blanket that keeps Ryan out. So, I mean, you know, you kind of think of what your kids, it's very funny when you turn True. a certain age. But mm-hmm. he was darling. And I, then I Tayana Taylor followed him. Yes. And she's in this movie uh, that is getting uh, a lot of buzz. She, there's, I think she's been nominated. I think she was nominated for New York Film Critics. 
It's a movie called A Thousand and One, and it was premiered at um, Sundance last year. It's a story of a mother and son navigating against hardship. It's like set in the 1990s and 2000. It follows a single mother who decides to kidnap her son out of the foster care system and raise him herself. Oh. And it won the grand jury prize at Sundance last winter. So that's what she's there. there, And it's kind of, it is based on a true story. Yeah. So that's why she's making uh, appearances and stuff. And I just, I like her. Mm -hmm. She used to be married to Iman Schubert, Schumert. He was dancing with the stars, the basketball player, the oh, tall, I tall. I loved him. We loved that we, guy. And and they he had could a, dance. He could dance. And they, he and Tayana had a, a reality show for for a while, like oh, on really? their family. Just oh, another really? reason not to do a reality show. Oh, don't show ever do sometimes. it with family. And Grant, you have a you have a assignment tonight. You're yeah. gonna watch Bookie on Max. I'm watching Bookie, and I even wrote I might do if I can get Candy Cane Lane. I might watch that too. Okay. I'm definitely watching Bookie, and I have to. I was gonna jump in. It is on Prime, not Netflix. I was okay. positive okay. it was Netflix, That's but okay. it's Prime. I want to make sure All I get right. that right. So we will. I I think I'm excited to see that Family Switch. It's Netflix. It's a holiday body swapping movie oh, with Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms. This looks very. It cute. does look cute. The audience, the critics hated it, of course. Of course, but she's making the rounds, and I say, darling, do, do you ever watch her Instagram? Yes, of course. Okay, well, she did you see her Instagram where she's what's in your backpack? Yes. And she pulled out all those bags of nuts yes. and she's dying laughing. <laughs> she's, Why am I so afraid I'm running out of she has she's baggies. a mom. She's a she, mom. Yeah, I know. It's just hysterical. That's what you have. Yeah, it was hysterical. She's cute. And the center console always in the minivan was loaded with food. That's because so, you never know when you're gonna run out for yeah. your kids. We have a good friend Britt who has like four kids, and whenever we're with her, I get excited to get in her car. I got a fruit by the foot last time yes. I was in there. Yeah. Nature Valley granola bar. I had a granola bar. Oh, yeah. Every time I go in her van, Power it bar. is like a grocery store in there. <laughs> <laughs> It really, when you're in that state, because when they're hungry, they're hungry now. You yeah, know, no, no I was just with a two and a half year old, and there were uh, blue <laughs> bars hidden all over the car. What That's is it? Call, what a is blue it? bar. It's, it's just the color of the, the packaging. Blueberry, yeah, like neutral green <laughs> bar. Bruce, you want a blue bar? Yes, I'd love a blue bar. And <laughs> yeah, I love part of it. And then you just roll it up and put it somewhere. Oh, yeah. You're a trash can. Your yeah. pockets are trash yeah. cans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, or thanks. the kids stick it in the sofas. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. They always handed it to me, even uh, they're dumb. Okay. All right, good. we're going to take a big break. We'll be back tomorrow. We are going to talk about that Golden Bachelor. Let's, let's hope it's good. Yeah. All right. See you later. Job done. Off you go.